Welcome you to Porch Talk. This is your host, Alan, and we're on the Porch Porch Fest. 22 just happened, and I have uh, a group that just surprised me. Didn't put them on the bill. They just uh, asked about it, then never gave me a yes or no, and then just <laughs> showed up. And uh, here is <laughs> Rachel and Sean Steve of the Stiff Tones. How y'all doing? Hi, Alan. Doing great, Alan. How you doing, buddy? I'm going to get a little of this instant coffee in here. Let's see if I can get a little pep in the step here. Yeah, i got to tell you what. This is from... Uh, our friends Jason and Elizabeth in Denver, we picked this up on the way down, and I just would get up in the morning and be like, oh, I can't wait for Jason to take his first break and make a cup of coffee, because then he's going to see if I want a cup of coffee, and I'm going to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, last time we spoke, y'all stopped by here for the OG Porch Fest, yeah. and yeah, like from there, y'all were headed out to California to make a record. Yeah. So just from leaving here to California, tell us a little bit about that trip. And that was y'all's second U.S. tour? If you were to call it that. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, kind of. Our first time out to California was, so it was our definitely our second time out to California because the first time um, we just went out to Los Angeles and uh, um, Redlands and then came back. But we made it to California. And to Louisiana. Yeah. But we did make it to but California. But we did make it to California yeah. once. But so, um, yeah. And then we ran back home scared because, you know, it's scary business. Too. No, we ran home like we were hot shit. Yeah, we did. <laughs> I, I forgot about that Yeah, part. yeah, we, we ran home like we were hot shit. We, were, we weren't, we weren't uh, scared until post-New Orleans. Yeah, we were like, we've been on tour now. Yeah, yeah we're cool. We're cool. We're the cool kids. Yeah. And, then, and then we, for reals, did it <laughs> last year. So, yeah, we were on the road for four months. Yeah. And uh, we left the end of April and... Got back to New Hampshire at the end of July, and uh, so yeah, we went out here to go. We went left here to go to California, but on our way, we stopped in Texas. Oh yeah, Galveston and yeah. Colorado, and then down to U Salt Lake City, Utah, and then to Sacramento, and then up to Portland, Oregon. I made then, I made it to Oregon without catching uh, or getting dysentery. Yeah, dysentery. Yeah. Yeah. Props, man. Thank you. You man. Oregon trailed it, right? Yeah, yeah. I did. I made it in my in my my wagon. That my that family. uh that game comes up a lot here lately. <laughs> like I don't know, it's like people just reminiscing like elementary school. School. Yeah. Because <coughs> I think that's where most of us probably played. Well, it. the yeah. people that originated that game <coughs> are the people my age, and we're getting to that point where we start reminiscing about our past. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, you know. And that game just comes up all the time. Oh, it's like, it's what, what always got you? Oh, dysentery, of dysentery course. Dysentery, before I got to Oregon every time. <laughs> yeah. I had like, kids are you died, made you know, but dysentery got We me. almost got dysentery, though, after we made no, it to Oregon. <laughs> that was cholera. On our way, <laughs> no, no, we spent six weeks, or six weeks, six days um, in, a, in a valley in the National Six Rivers National Park yeah. up in Northern California. Absolutely in gorgeous, between, beautiful. Yeah. Um, so you're up in the mountains like an hour from any any sort of civilization. By car. By car. By car. Yeah. To walk would, oh my goodness. <clears throat> yeah, so you're up there or down there. At this point, I you're mean, way up highway, in there. Car, you're up in there. Highway. All right, so you're just up in there. And then you're down in the valley, right? Mm -hmm. um, it was fascinating because the valley was really like a really deep valley and the, you know, the mountains are all there. And then on top of that, there's really large trees. In the valley, so you'd get like maybe four hours of sunshine. No, you wouldn't. Maybe somewhere, <laughs> not where we were. <laughs> but you know, the, but as yeah. the sun there was like one spot where the sun would shine through in uh, the trees because the trees were just so thick, and it was so cold. It was fifty degrees for a high, 
And I'd go and lay in the sun just trying to find a spot to get warm. It Although so beautiful. Cold. It was cold oh, and yes, dark. Cold. cold and dark. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, so we were there the one night. Um, it was, was going to get even colder and wetter if that's possible. And the uh, park ranger, Elizabeth, very nice lady. She's like, hey, why don't you guys go over here and get some of this wood? We're kind of worried about you guys. Because, you know, we're like looking like drowned rats at this point, I think. Yeah. And uh, she's like... Because we're why primitive camping. Yeah, we're primitive camping. And she's like, why don't you guys go get this wood that's already cut? It's going to rain from like 3 in the morning until like 3 in the morning tomorrow. I'm like, oh, awesome. Uh, or 3 to 11 or something. Nice no, it was 3 to 3. It was, okay. Yeah, it, it was. So we did. And uh, the next day it proceeded to rain and get... We like had two choices to make. Degrees. We could either light the fire and sit beside it and be warm but be wet. Wet. Or we could wet. sit in the tent and be dry but cold. Cold. Super so cold. we rummaged through the through Tanya and found every lick of alcohol that we could come up with, and we well, and this alcohol we come up with. These are like things you go to the gas station, and people are like, "Oh man, you're in a you're in a rock and roll band. That's so cool. Let me give you something." And sometimes it's a lighter. Sometimes the lighter works. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it's like one of those little. I just <laughs> bought this little shot of Fireball for myself, and I'm giving it to you now. And we accept those types of gifts. So we had a little, you know, a little mix and match of. Just, you know, whatever we could find and so as a band we just decided you know what go we're gonna it. sit here and drink I think I, found, I had a bottle of wine yeah. and I would just we sat there in the rain pouring rain had the fire blazing it's cold we're warm but we're wet and, and drunk. eventually we're drunk as and shit we were drunk and then <laughs> we went into the tent and we passed out we passed and out. we didn't know we were cold and then by the time we woke up in the morning the rain was over and uh the fire was still hot enough to start, you know, again. So, yeah. And just it's right. pretty sweet. Just for listeners, is like you talk about Tanya. Just for those listening mm-hmm. who may not be aware, what is this Tanya? <laughs> uh, Tanya is a. She's our beloved chariot. Our beloved chariot. She's a rock and roll queen. She's a '96 Cadillac hearse. Um, Fleetwood. Yeah, yeah, Fleetwood hearse. So technically, she's a. Uh, she's technically called a Superior Federal. For all my hearse friends out there, if they should be listening. Um, so she's a '96, and uh, she used to be a funeral carriage, and uh, you know, hauled thousands of thousands of bodies to the graveside. We we like to believe we talk to them all. Yeah, you know, some of them have good advice, some others don't. <laughs> um, some of them like to shut their lights off on us when we're going yeah. over hills. If, if we're going fog. over hill, it's three o'clock in the morning, and it's and kind fog. of foggy, and there's a car coming. You can guarantee headlights are going. Lights off. going out. <laughs> we're ghosting them. <laughs> I don't even know what that looks like. It's got to be terrifying. It's got to be terrifying. I'll tell you, it's terrifying <laughs> it's for both parties. Yeah. <laughs> it's it is. Trust me. Like, oh, uh. <laughs> so we've taken to not driving at night, and we've taken to not driving with fog. And yeah. um, so far, she's. She's like, all right, I'm cool with that, cause you know, you got me out here at three o'clock in the morning cruising along. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be feisty. She has a sense of humor. She does. She's, she's <laughs> yeah. dark. And so, just kind of back to the trip of California, coming mm-hmm. out of the redwoods, and uh, the whole point was to get to the studio to lay a couple of tracks down. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Well, tell me about the success of it. So, yeah, so well, we found ourselves up there and with enough gas to either get back home or to get down south, and that was it. And. Uh, so we had to collectively decide what we were doing, and, and it was trust the universe, and somehow we made it. We ended up going back down to Sacramento. It, not somehow. It was through the love and support of a lot of great people and friends. And we made it back down to Sacramento, and then from there we made it down to Redlands, to the Joshua Tree, and we spent three weeks down there. And 
Yeah. Or two weeks down there? It's like almost two weeks, probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, in the studio. The studio was about an hour and a half drive away, so a friend of ours so, had a house down there that yeah. we let us stay at. So the studio was is important because um, it's a place where um, the Dangers record and uh, uh, David Lowry's recorded in there. Johnny Hickman's recorded in there from the band Cracker, which is my Johnny favorite Hickman band. recorded his very first solo album in that yep, studio. Yep, and... Uh, a lot of great musicians yeah, have come through. a lot of great, great musicians come through there. And um, Maria, the engineer... Maria fantastic Backland. lady yeah maria backland fantastic lady and so she was like our dream engineer and, super uh, easy to work with yeah super great sweet. ear great ear um knows lots of cool tricks so we wanted to work with her and so we finally we got down there i do want to make a note of that little thing though um the day the last day we we're down there we had three days to kind of don't tell like a tequila story tell a tequila story uh, oh i'm not telling that one okay not telling the tequila story i'll tell them that when they're older tell that when you're older um <laughs> So, the worst part about that experience for me was uh, we'd just gotten kind of, we're on the, uh, you know, the second day of recording, and we're going to only do three days, and we're broke as shit. And we're like, man, how are we going to pay for this? And uh, Maria casually mentions that there was this one time, this punk band that came through and recorded at the studio, and that they had to uh, scrape change together and things to pay for the studio time in order to get their tracks released to them. And I'm just like, oh. Uh, stiff tones. Meet, meet the, the stiff, stiff tones. tones. <laughs> 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 so when we were down there, we did record California. a punk song. We're stuck out here. And Because uh, when you're no in money. the Inland Empire, yeah. I mean, what else so what do you do? do? You record some proper punk So we, we did get Backwards Down a Hill finished. So we recorded and Backwards we re- Down a Hill. Released that as a single. Yeah. Um, and, uh, with, uh, starting, starting over, over as, as, a, the as demo a demo. Because we didn't have time to finish it. We actually have a few more tracks from that session that are. And Kyle all, Mayer came Kyle in and Mayer played the drums, and played drums for, for us, us. So, and he's on the he's on backwards down a hill. He's on starting over on both of the albums. Yeah, he's the drummer for a band called September Morning. Um, Morning, like um, somebody died. Right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I mean, y'all gave me a copy of the the two track CD. Is uh, available on Spotify or anywhere you ingest music, or how's that work? Yeah, it's available on all of the streaming. Um, it's on Pandora, yeah. it's on Apple, it's on Amazon, it's on Spotify, it's on everything. But I The mean, first hundred pressings we did uh, physically, you know, because, um, you know, we're, we're small time, we're just us. Yeah. And uh, those are all sold out now, I think, officially gone. Yeah. Yep, yeah. there it is, they're officially gone. All we now. have, like, I have, like, five held back, but... Um, oh, and CD Baby has it. So if you want to purchase a hard copy, yep, CD Baby has five copies for sale. But yep. I, I, I don't know how you go about getting those. Nope. But maybe it's like if you order it from Amazon or something, you get one. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know how that works. Because they hold back five to be able to sell to somebody. <laughs> but yeah. I'm sure that those will probably end up in a vault somewhere. I don't know if they ever give them back to you. They're like, hey, man, it's been 10 years and nobody wants your shit. Here it is. By the way, here's a bill, for, here's, here's bill for shipping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And a holding fee. No, 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 you're out of your mind. <laughs> so after uh, after getting those tracks recorded, and uh, was it leaving there with your hands empty and having to raise money, then coming back to get those tracks? Well, no, here's what, well, you know, here's what we, we did. did leave there. Yeah, we, we left did. there with a balance and uh, a negative balance, and we owed the money, and um, we were limping home. And but we managed. We stopped off in St. Louis, and we well, stopped before off. that. Before that, we made it to Colorado. Um, oh, yeah, to we see uh, Elizabeth and Jason. Um, Had to change the brakes. Yeah, so we burn up a, a set of brakes on Tanya coming through the veil. And the U-joints. Oh, the U-joints. Yeah, California. that happened in Northern But California. the veil was kind of awful for Tanya. Um, 
driving through that at she night. She was carrying a lot of dead weight. Yeah, I yeah. just... But a bunch. I couldn't imagine, like, being in a hearse and up and down those, like, curvy mountain roads, right? Oh, my goodness. And trying to maneuver it. Oh, my goodness. My asshole ate a hole in that seat. Yep, like, you can see it. <laughs> <laughs> i got to get some vinyl repair for that, or leather repair, whatever they call that. I don't know. <laughs> I, try to, I, drive, I drive that old guy like the Secret Service is driving it, you know. Um, except for I, I cruise slow because, man, that's a lot of weight, and that's American Steel right there. Mm-hmm. You don't want to punch it. And people get bad. real crazy Yeah, you know, people kind of get a little squirrely around Like, they either want to pass her, or they want to cut her <coughs> off, or they want to, like, they're afraid to pass her, or they don't want to get past And or everybody's trying to look, but nobody wants to, to be seen. they're trying to get so they can give yeah, you a rock or, and roll or everybody's, or like, wanting to take pictures, as and you're like, you're supposed to be driving. Yeah, I'm sorry. But we do, hashtag Tanya sightings, if you do have pictures, um... You can send them to us, and we post them and hashtag Tanya sightings. So we do receive pictures while we're on the road. But anyway, so long story long, we went through. We went back through Colorado. We did the mm-hmm. breaks. Then we made it all the way up to South Dakota to the cave and cave um, collective. And, yeah, and then we went down to St. Louis, and then we made it Blue back. Blue strawberry. The Blue strawberry, and then we made it back to New Hampshire in time for my brother's wedding. Yes, indeed. So yeah. just to talk about some of these stops, are these like? family and friends or friends of friends that helped y'all get these gigs to get you back home or how did that work was y'all just like networking and doing code calling um it's mostly friends and contacts that we have made um over the years through some of them you know became friends with us because of a band that we all love um cracker and camper van beethoven and they have a really great community of people and um so we've been really fortunate in that i've been nerding out in that scene for 20 years, 20-something years, years, years yeah. you know, so. Well-established cracker head at this point. Yeah, yeah. that's what they used to actually, crumb. back in the day, they, they, they used to call them cracker, everybody called themselves cracker heads back in the day, and then, um, David Adelina Kleinitate, <laughs> <laughs> I fed them. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I just ate something unpleasant. I think it was David, uh, David Brack that, uh, yeah. or Barrick that said, um, started the crumbs, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and it was like, yeah, that's a great idea. Was, well, <laughs> okay. it's just, it's, somebody said that maybe it's not a crummy idea, but it stuck. It was great. <laughs> but anyway, long story long. And so then just also, yeah, and so like in San Diego is my longtime girlfriend. Um, and so we always try to make it down there to see her, but we didn't get to see her this last time, but she's been my longtime girlfriend for 20 something years. And so some of them are family, some of them are friends. I mean, but all of them are family at this point. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. And then some of it was cold calling, like the blue strawberry. That one, I, I emailed the dude like I was important, and he e- emailed me back, let me know I wasn't. And, uh, <laughs> but he said yes, and then... Hey, you know, I, and we're going to get into, like, uh, a little bit of the idea that y'all have, and I think it's a great idea, and I, I love that y'all are pushing harder, but I remember when... Y'all were making your way out to California to make that, make those recordings, and y'all just randomly hit me up because we had met through just NPR Tiny Desk and yep. had y'all on the show, and then you randomly hit me up, but we had kept up a long time, so it wasn't just like it was just out of the thin air. You yeah, know? It was but like, it was just a strange request. It was really, like, hey, hey, we want crazy idea. We want to come to Kennedy, Alabama, <laughs> and we want to we want to play some rock and roll for y'all. Well, I don't. Kennedy? Yeah, Kennedy's <laughs> actually much cooler than it thinks it is. We love it, it here. Yeah, we yeah. love it here. We love the music here. Yeah. We love the people here. It's a much cooler place than it thinks it is. And that was a lot of fun to put together because, you know, y'all gave me a couple months in advance to kind of plan and try to put something together. And, I mean, 
I thought we had a pretty good turnout for that, and a lot of people showed y'all a lot of love and got oh, some man. merch and, and crawfish boy. Yeah, oh yeah, that's kind of how Crawdads the whole thing. Yeah, went. and what, took y'all fishing, and I mean, yeah, I really fishing. tried to give you the the Alabama experience. What, it it uh, we did, and we were talking about that's literally what we it got. got me. Here. And well, here we are, man. Keep so incidentally, back. this uh, this this all kind of started uh, with the idea of uh, you said, oh, so you said yeah, we're the band that kind of. Yeah, man, we're interested, and then never said anything back, is because we was like, oh man, there's so many things that could happen to make it so that we don't get to make it, you know, on this whole trip, and so can't be saying that yeah, we we're gonna be there because one bad thing could have made it so that we couldn't, and so we're like, okay, well, we're gonna try to we're gonna set out and we're gonna try to make this thing happen, and we just kept putting all of our positive thoughts towards it. And when we first set out, the goal was to we had a couple of friends that we absolutely wanted to see, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and then we absolutely wanted to make it out to California, and then everything else, we figured you know we'll mm-hmm. take it every day as it comes, and there were days. I mean, there were days when we were eating our toenails and uh, wondering what in the heck we had got ourselves into. But somehow we managed to bumble around the country for four months and uh, found people that liked us enough to have us over. And We and, wandered around the nation with toddlers. <laughs> and, and then crazy as it is, a lot of them had us back because here we are again um, out in the middle of doing it again. Yeah, so this is the third festival that I've thrown. And, uh, the, you know, the, the second one was last November, and y'all are still... Uh, hauled up in uh, New, New Hampshire. Hampshire at that point, yeah. Yeah, it's the winter up there. And, you know, I put a little post out saying we're going to throw it in April. And I hear a little bit from you and never never really hinting about yay or nay. And I was like, well, okay. It's kind of strange. I'll let it go. <laughs> and um, We had to go ghost. Otherwise, we would have given away the secret. Next thing I know, like, uh, I'm standing up here on the stage and playing. And we've, we've kicked off Porch, Porch Fest 22 and... I look down and there y'all are. I'm like, well, how about that? <laughs> well, what happened was, we when you talked about doing this, we were like, oh man, oh man, how do we make it happen? And do you remember? Did you read? Um, what was it? A Tale of Two Cities. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. <laughs> That was our winter, and and it was the best of winters, and it was the worst of winters. And when we started out, when we got here in or in New Hampshire at the end of July, beginning of August, we were road weary, battered, and bruised, but we weren't beaten. And uh, we thought we had it figured out, and things were going well. And then the rug just got pulled out from underneath us, and um, we found ourselves looking down the barrel of a, a New Hampshire winter with. No money, no operational car, no insurance, no registration, and no place to go. And somehow we managed to. We did have a tent and a wood stove. We did have a tent and a wood stove, and and a hearse, and each other, and our two dogs, and uh, a really burning desire to prove all our haters wrong. So that's right. (laughs) I might even made a post that said something like this: "Please, Lord." Let me have some success before all my haters die. <laughs> so and make it quick because they're kicking off. Right. They're going getting, quick. If I'm getting old, so are they. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. But uh, anyway, I ta- I'm talking too much. Last much I thought. So, long story long, we we found Tim at Harley Jacks and uh, in Ossipee, and that was one of the silver linings in our story. And we got to actually really live, 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 live some shit. 
this winter. And mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, when you talked about pulling this off, we thought we've got to get down there. We have to figure out a way to get down there. We can't tell you that we're coming because right now we're sitting, we're like negative, you know, we're behind, so far behind the eight ball. I'm not even sure where it is anymore. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but every day we work towards the goal of, we got to be in Alabama by April 8th. We got to be in Alabama by April 8th. We got, okay, if we can get there by the 9th, if we can at least get there by the 9th. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I really didn't know. I took off I took off work Wednesday um, this past week, and I took off till Tuesday. Because I just had some kind of a feeling. I was like, maybe maybe they'll show up. And, and not just y'all, but, like, there was a lot of people I thought that might have been coming from far off mm -hmm. to be here. Yeah. And I just wanted to make sure, in case you missed the festival, we would still have a couple of days to where, you know, I wasn't at, at work where we could have Yeah, you know. yeah. I just want to give it to you hands down. That was hats off. That It was a great weekend. Yeah, and it was you, fantastic, man. I will tell you, I am absolutely humbled and honored to be considered any kind of a musical person that you will speak to because you hang with some Badass mofos. That's true. Talented that true. people. Extremely talented yeah. people. Yeah. Man. That was the thing. I wanted this one to be the best festival that we had thrown yet, and so I, I, I really, you, yeah. you, you, you succeeded. I reached and, out and, and to some talent, yourself. man. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, you, you some, had some, some here. Sick I, gotta tell you, here. I, I had, I got to watch some great musicians perform. I got to listen to some great music being performed. And some of the conversations I had here with these people was just fantastic. Yeah, I learned I learned stuff about music. I learned stuff about culture down here, where the, you know where it ties into the music. I learned you know I learned a new chord while I was down here. Yeah, got that B seven, you know have you? Got that B seven, baby. Yeah. So you know that's that's a whole other thing I get to explore now. And I'll be th every time I think about it, I'm gonna think about Alabama. Just you know. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Jug. I was really happy about inviting him out because he plays like traditional Alabama music. Uh huh. Yeah. And yeah, you know he he came up here and he opened up Saturday and then after the show was over. He just played his mandolin for what all seemed like all long. night around yeah, the fire. Johnny Fantastic. too. Johnny's yeah. a beast. Oh my gosh! Yo, Between Johnny. the two of them, I don't think that there's a song they don't know. I gotta tell you, Johnny's a funny dude. He <laughs> Great, is a funny, funny dude. dude. Super funny guy. <laughs> kind of yeah, just, if you get a chance was, to see his comedy you know, show, let's riff on Johnny just for a second. I, it was kind of almost it was, for me. It was almost like in like a almost like meeting one of the Saturday Night Live cast, right? You know, like just one of these genuinely funny dudes, man. Just. Like Belushi level. Yeah, funny. like you know, you know, you're in the presence of somebody that's just, they're just funny. The energy they put off is great, just great. Yeah, their brain works in a, in a, in yeah, a different kind of a way. A different way, a sardonic way, perhaps. I don't know, but it's funny. We met years ago down in Mobile. We both worked at the same salvage yard. And uh, huh. we immediately hit it off. And I remember there toward the end of uh, staying in Mobile, I was going through some hard times. And Johnny was really one of the only ones that was there for me, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, only one I could really count on. And uh, when I moved back here, we never fell out of touch. And uh, I'd go back down to Mobile, and I'd typically stay with him. And he had shared with me several times that he was wanting to get in the stand-up. And I was like, well, well, you know, what are you waiting on? And then that's where that say it with your chest came from. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. Because, you know, we would, he, he began to work on material and opportunity stepped up and he was, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. And I was like, just do it. Right. Well, what if I suck? You're going to. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, you're going to, baby. You, you're going to. But I was like, <laughs> the more you do it, the better it gets. Right, you can't get good if you don't suck first. Yeah. 
And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, and what if you get up there and just absolutely slay it? Right. Then what are you gonna do? Yeah. You'd be mad that nobody recorded it. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so he he did it. Uh, I think he's done it two or three times down in Mobile, and uh, for the past two Porch Fests, uh, I've used him as the main comedian, and we'll continue to use him for every event that I throw. I'll tell you, he's entertaining. You know, just, yeah, he's, he's entertaining. entertaining as heck. On the he's, stage he's, and yeah, just walking in, around. Yeah, on and and I like him because, yeah. especially here in the South, is he doesn't pull punches and like he's not afraid to go after like Southern culture. Yeah. Yeah. He's not afraid to go after anything. That's what that's I respect. That's not something a Yankee like can him. do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of it's touchy because, you know, down here it's like, you know, some of the jokes he was making towards like maybe religion or even like family values and things of that nature. It's like, He's not wrong. No. <laughs> no, no, I hear you. And that's and that's what makes things funny. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, I mean, comedy is subjective, and yeah. uh, you know, he was making the joke like before on his way up here. He was like, "Ain't nobody gonna slap me, are they?" And I said, "I probably will." <laughs> <laughs> Just on principle. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, having him come and do comedy. Uh, I think the world could use a little bit yeah. more laughing at themselves and. Uh, Learning how to laugh at each other with respect, and that's kind of his main stick, right? He was yeah. mainly focused on himself. Yeah. And then, and and like you said, uh, Jug coming by and playing that was fantastic, man. It was really cool to hang out with him, out at the fire, and uh, that guy is super knowledgeable about music. Um, so it was really a treat to hang out with him and get to, uh, you know, kind of experience some of the authentic Alabama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I got to tell you another thing. Y'all got the blues wrapped up down here. Like, I'm telling you what, I love it. I love it. Coming down here, everybody knows how to do it and do it well. Um, so I would actually, I look forward to coming down here and spending some time in the future and uh, soaking up a little bit more of it. Yeah, man, it's kind of weird. Like, I, I've i lived with several musicians in the past, and some of us, we were in the same band together. And, like, this whole weekend, we haven't even picked up a guitar and played together. Yeah. No. And like, yeah. okay, well, we're just we're hanging out. Let's we're friends first, you know. Yeah, yeah. And if we got a show planned, we'll 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 play that show. But uh, yeah, I was glad that you know, cause Johnny's always willing to pick and grin mm-hmm. with anyone, and I guess Jug is too. It's the yes. first time I've really. I had fun. I had fun playing with <laughs> him. Yeah, it was a, a lot yeah. of fun Absolutely. playing with You know, and I don't get you know, some people out. after they get after they play, they've played, you know, mm-hmm. and then some yeah. people are there for it. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. need both of them. Yeah. <laughs> Right. And they yeah, were yeah. super easy to play with, which I really appreciate. Being yeah. being a, a new guitar player and I'm really insecure, so to have people that know more than me, because like Sean always says, if you want to get better at something, then you need to do it with people who are better at it than you. And you know, you'd always tell me, play. You need to play with people that are better than you. So uh, try to take that opportunity. But not everybody is, a, is you know always accommodating to somebody hitting the bad notes, as Chuck Melchin likes to say. It sounds like somebody farted right in the middle of your song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, I mean, you know, night one, uh, shake it like a caveman. Taylor Hollingsworth. Oh, oh, that was crazy. A That's partridge right. in the kitchen. Oh my uh, gosh, man, that yeah. guy can write some songs. Uh, King Kai and the Heretics. That was his I'll first tell you, show. There's not babies yeah. born in nine months. I'll be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, right? Fest 22. Yeah. <laughs> what is it, April? Oh, man. Oh, we're going to be looking for it Some in January. January babies. <laughs> oh, it's terrible time to have babies. We need to start planning this better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then day two, I think uh, I think you nailed it. it. I had that same impression. Like Day two actually felt like you were at a festival. Yeah, yeah, Friday felt like a gathering of greatness, and Saturday, not that the Saturday didn't feel like a gathering of greatness, but Saturday felt like a festival. Like, mm-hmm. 
you yeah. know, I, you know, when we were down at Beale Street, I mean, it was it was that kind of vibe, and uh, yeah. yeah, loved it. Because I haven't been to a lot of festivals, so um, I really enjoyed the vibe, though. Yeah. Saturday was great. We got to lay in the back of Tanya. And I mean, it was mostly like a festival, except music. for the long-haired hippie guy. He wasn't puking and shitting in the grass out there. So it was no, like, we were sleeping in the back of the sorry hearse. Sorry, I said that out loud, but you know, that happens at festivals. Yeah. I've seen it. <laughs> yeah, every, everything was pretty well maintained, no yeah. issues, and we haven't had any uh, issues yet, and I, I hope I aim to keep it that way. Yeah, yeah, no, everybody had a blast. I mean, the, the campfire was a nice touch. Everybody pitched in on that, had a fire a couple nights. Mm-hmm. It was very nice. Yeah, yeah even uh, neighbors on that one brought over some bigger logs for us because yeah. we didn't have yeah. anything big. Yeah. So everybody kind of did their part. Uh, just just to move it on, like mm-hmm. with y'all's big ideas. So y'all were talking about doubling down on uh, wanting to stay on the road, wanting yeah. to play more shows. If y'all wanted to open up a little bit about uh, what you want to call it and what what it's going to be. It's still in, in, in conception phase, but I guess the long and short of it is. I mean, we we we're gonna redouble our efforts as a band, and I think what we're gonna do is I think we want to buy, maybe get like one of these. Don't 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 say any details, just because you don't want to put yourself on the hook for anything that you can't come through with. Just say. I know, uh, but that's what I do. But I know, but we want to we. Hey, you go ahead and speak it into existence. (laughs) You ain't got no choice. That's true. That's true. That's true. That is true. That's true. We do speak it. We try to speak it into existence, but we want to do the rock and roll revival circus. Yeah, man. And um, you know uh. Maybe come. What do you do when the rock and roll circus comes for you, brother? <laughs> right, right. Oh man. Yeah, you know, maybe get Traveling like a, apothecary yeah, show. Get a big tent and uh, you know go around and you know roll up into towns like uh, bring as many musicians as you can bring yeah. with you and find as many musicians as you can find when you get there and just bring it. Do it for a weekend and then you pack up the tent and keep on you moving. go to the next town. But like you know. Thursday night, you do like an open mic thing, and you you get the word out that you're coming to town. So you thir- your first night, you this is the casting call for who's going to party and play this weekend, you know. Plus your couple bands of guys, and you know it's guys supporting each other. Kind of like you know networking and making yeah, friends and I'm making feeling, family. You know, kind of kind of like a rock and roll circus tent uh, meets uh, you know Southern Baptist uh, revival mm-hmm. meets. Uh, you know, like the '60s with Johnny Cash and Jerry Lee Lewis and them guys running around together, doing the circuit tours and things like that. Kind of an, uh, an amalgamation of all that. Yeah. All wrapped up into a package of we're coming to your town and we're bringing the rock and roll gospel. Yeah. You know, revive the interest maybe in, and 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 not just the interest in rock and roll, but where it come from. A little, you know, put in a little history in there about. Where did the where did rock and roll come from? Where did the blues come from? Where did jazz come from? How are they all related? You know. Um, I leave that to you. I just want to make. But you know, <laughs> offer the people a little bit of uh, rock and roll history and knowledge. Well, I know pre-COVID there was a huge DIY thing happening, and we were starting to dip our toes in it in the, in the DIY tour thing. Mm-hmm. And um, then COVID happened, and and everything just kind of. You know, well, you know, we all lived it. We know it happened. And so I want to try to. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. At least as far as I'm concerned, re- rekindle that spark anywhere we can go. And, uh... Yeah. That's just it. And with the the second Porch Fest, it was kind of like right in the middle of the pandemic. And it was like, you're really going to try to do this? And I was like, hell, I think we deserve it. Yeah. yeah. And then this year. And it was all outside. Yeah. And then this year, same thing. Is You're really going to try to go through with this? So I think we deserve it. Yeah, yeah, I think we deserve it. And then, it. like, kind of to add on to your ideas, like what I was thinking for later this fall is have another Porch Fest, but just not in the same location. And so it needs a better name, I guess, or I just need to make sure I have a porch there. But uh, just keep these porch fests on the road. And if, like my idea, you know, as I was thinking about, you know, we were talking this morning, yeah. is uh, if I could plan it out and just you build a circuit, like maybe a seven-stop circuit, maybe yep. it's in a circle. Yep, mm-hmm. exactly And right. leads you back to home. Yep. And, yep. you know, maybe the circle ain't that big to where you can go home and you plan it around weekends, right? Yep, exactly right. And just see. And, okay, we're at Port, Port Stop Fest 22, uh, Stop 5. Hey, we're in Vicksburg or whatever, yeah. you know. Yeah. Go and out just, there and make some friends. And Yeah, and keep the same musicians, keep the rotation, but mm-hmm. keep a big enough rotation. So if so-and-so can't make it, well, that's fine. So-and-so said he or she could this time yeah. around. Yep, exactly right, man. Go out there, uh, you know, make friends, see the world. Spread the music, spread the love, spread the message. And the, and the thing about it, like, and that's, you know, kind of what, what I was thinking, like, with some of what I saw today, or the past two days, with the festival was, uh, you know, I stepped in and played with Kai in his project, and then... Very um, cool, by I, the way. I had yeah, my, we love King yeah, we, Kai. We, we absolutely love King Great Kai. Guy. Yeah, he's a trip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Dave Garrett and uh, Kai's drummer, Daniel, helped me out with my project. Yeah. And then I hopped up with uh, Groove Johnson. Oh, at the man, end of the that night. was ridiculous. It's like, okay, so we definitely had the talent if we would yeah. all just be willing to work together yeah, and just play saying, different you know, parts. Say, man, I need a drummer, so, you know, on this project, I'm the drummer. The next project, I'm the bass player. And the next project, I'm doing the solo stuff or, you know, whatever. And each guy, because yeah. you, you guys got gobs of talent. It's <laughs> like that a lot of places, so... You know, if if uh, anytime you can combine efforts, I mean, yep. it takes a village. It, it takes, takes a village, village. man. Yeah, we and say so, that a lot. And so, you know, each one of you guys have your own individual talents <laughs> as singer, songwriter, solo artist. But you know, we also know that there's nothing more frightening and it, than being up there on a stage all by yourself. And so, anytime you can get somebody to support you, it'll make you that much more successful. Absolutely, I, it's you know, unless you're someone larger than life, like if you're just a acoustic guitar. And you're singing, okay, you get gigs at like a pizzeria or you get at a little dive bar or whatever. It's mm-hmm. like people don't really care. But if you have a band, you can be loud and proud. You, mm-hmm. can, you can make people move. You mm-hmm. can get a little chaos. Yes, indeed. It's hard to be a little chaotic if you're just 
you and your guitar. Yes, indeed. Yeah, because especially, you know, it's just you giving yourself a pep talk. And I don't know about you, but I'm not very I'm not peppy to that. myself. Right. <laughs> I'm more like Master Sergeant Hartman. You know, like, you're going to screw up, you know? <laughs> yes, yes, I do. You know you're going to screw up. I do. Say it. I'm going to screw up. <laughs> and, and that was some of the comments that was made because I know, like, I think with Rebecca and I think Janet as well, it, this was one of the first times in a while that they had done, like, a solo set. If I think I remember them saying that. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, uh, it has to be scary, but how refreshing. Oh, scary. Scary and, yeah, and, and, and the high that comes from it, though, when you, when you get done, I mean, that, that's... That's what we're all chasing, isn't yeah. it? And, uh, yeah, scary. This was the first time we played outdoors in a long time. And, mm -hmm. and even that in itself is... is it's an animal. Yeah, sounds different. Beast. Everything's different, you know. Yeah. The way the sounds are coming so this off. This was perfect practice because we've got a lot of outdoor shows coming up in New Hampshire. So it was really good practice to remember. Oh, it's a different beast. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right on. So from here, getting back up to New Hampshire, what's it look like? Well, from here we go to Georgia, and we'll be over there for about a week. And uh, Brunswick, Georgia. And Brunswick, Georgia. We've got some dear friends that we absolutely love that we're going to go hang out with and maybe do a house show over there, but hanging's more important than anything while we're there. Yeah, it's been um, a long from, winter. Yeah, it's been a long winter. And uh, we have some friends in Atlanta that we would love to see, but we'll have to see how that works out. But anyway, then from there we go to North Carolina, and we're playing at the Cave in Chapel Hill. i got to tell you, I'm on... super stoked about this super show. Super stoked. So it's our second cave in the country that we get to explore. Yep. Um, and it's a it's a common, uh, it's a favorite place of the drive-by truckers <laughs> to come and play, and so that's why we uh, were like, yeah, let's go, let's send them an email. Let's message them and see if we can get a book. And they said yes. And what? we're like, what? <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, so Oops, anyway. So you know, those, uh, those are Alabama so. and Georgia boys for the most part. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, I've Matt Patton, he's come on the show, and he's got his dialback sound with uh, Bronson in Water Valley over Mississippi. And the hardest working band in the land, in my opinion, and also just – Helpful guys. Yeah, they're like strong ties in yeah. Athens, Georgia. Yeah, yeah, they're not pricks, you know. Well, yeah, I think no, I think the, I think the front man now, I think he's originally from Athens, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, and, and I, I know they're associated with uh, with the 40 watt and uh, and uh, yeah, we've gotten to see them. Gotten, I don't know if that's the right word. But we have had the great fortune, gotten. God. We gotten the chance to see them at the forty watts. So yeah. Don't let the part of them. Don't let the south rub off on you. So you'll be making up words in no time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I'm a Yankee who's lived in the South, and and I spent thirty years in the Midwest. I'm 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 a hot mess. I don't know how to talk. <laughs> 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 and I went to kindergarten in Germany, and it's it's over. But um, anyway, so then after Chapel Hill. Then we boot Scoot and Boogie up to Connecticut, and uh, we'll be at Dexter's Tales and Ales uh, for the open mic on Thursday, and then we have a show for the Friday night, and then from there we go to a friend's house in uh, out in Easton, Pennsylvania, and then from there we go back to New Hampshire. And uh, I just luck. I just want to step it back just for a second, just for like uh, you know maybe musicians who you know really want to get out there and cut their teeth like what y'all are trying to do and maybe we're probably most definitely underestimating what it's going to take oh. and then on top of that maybe just you know those who are just well there's this excuse so i better wait and then they get that taken care of and there's this other excuse <laughs> yeah 
So, I mean, what what exactly is uh, the road life in Tanya like? And just, you lost weight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. We lost a few pounds. It was good, though, because every yeah. time we, every, we always say we got to get our tour body on. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's so, what we So now what that means on. is I don't need to lose <laughs> so a few now, pounds. Yeah. Sitting around. Now he puts on weights. Now I'm like, I need to get my tour body on. So, so I'm eating he's everything. Eating every inside. cookie and candy he can find. Now he has, <laughs> now he has an excuse. Yeah. Before I'm it was, eating it all. Before it was just cuz, now, yeah. But uh, advice. Um, so, Johnny Hickman, I talked to him one time and I told him, This is, oh, my name is Rachel Stephen, oh, one of these days when I open for you. And he says, Make it happen. And I walked out of there feeling great and confused. Make it happen. What does that mean? And <laughs> we had this brain idea to be a band and to try to figure this out. We'd ask people who were having, you know, who were doing it, how, how do we, and they would just say, you just do it. You just have to do it. I, I can't tell you. And uh, I guess it's kind of like. Kind of like that. It's kind of like that. I, I, it's hard and, and it's wonderful and it, it's hard. And uh, you have to give up, you have to, you have to be willing to give up absolutely everything. Yeah, I've told people that. In order to get absolutely everything. And and be willing to accept that when you have nothing, that that is everything. You have everything. When you have nothing, there's no more to have. You have everything. A couple things I've learned on this, uh, Alan, is one is learning the, the learning what the, what the best way for yourself is to measure your success. And I don't mean, by that I mean... Um, you it know, looks different for everybody. It looks different for everybody, exactly. So you have to first, you know, that's one of the things, one of the things you're going to wrestle on that journey that you might not expect is what does success look like and feel like to you? Um, because, you know, if it's money, it may or may not be good for you, a good business for you. If it's connecting with people, it may or may not be a good business for you. There's a lot of that, you know. Um, so I, so, you know, just that's one of the things you'll have to do. The other thing is, um, be willing to know that you're not you're not going to be for everyone and there's going to be a lot of people that are not, not into you um, so be ready for rejection lots of that speaking of that my, my big piece of advice that we were always given is yeah, everybody gets told in this business you have to get used to being told no you yeah. have to get used to being told no and not accept it as an answer so my advice is don't be the first no and yeah, uh, don't be the first no. And and important. don't don't accept no for an answer, even if you are the first no. Um, if you want to do it, you can't accept no for an answer. And and when you, every time you accept no as an answer, you give yourself another excuse, another building block, another hurdle. And some of those hurdles maybe you have to get through because you know I mean, it's not for everybody. Um, that uh, just with that, is just someone who puts together an event or someone who is you know gets put on a poster for an event is uh i've i've only told told one person no when they come ask to play at the house and the only reason why was uh they asked to play here before and then they didn't show up mm -hmm. and they reached back out to me and i was like well last time you burnt me mm -hmm. and it's i'm not upset with you i just don't trust you right yeah, absolutely fool now, me once yeah fool me twice shame on me Right. And um, so I tell them, if you want to come, you can come, but I, I can't guarantee you anything. And, and you know, that's, 
that's the bottom line if they wanted to be there. There's been lots of people that have been told, uh, we have been told if you want to come, come, but I can't guarantee you anything. So here's the and thing. so you know what we do? We show up. Yeah. Because if we want it, if it's important to us, we show up. That's just and, it. Uh, yeah. And that was the, and that was the grace and like revelation of like this festival um, for the second one I threw. Uh, she told me that she wanted to come and play. She didn't show. Didn't tell me she wasn't coming. And so it would have been okay if she would have told me. You know, even if it was an hour before or whatever. Like at least I would have known. Well, life happens, you know, life happens sure. to everyone, and, 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 sure. and I'm willing to extend grace because I need <laughs> yeah. it. And, 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 yeah. and the grace that I extended, it was, it was about two weeks before this festival, and I was like, I've been thinking about you, and, you know, same, uh, I can't guarantee you anything, but if you show up, I'll make sure you have a spot. It might not be as much or what you wanted, but I'll let you on. Mm-hmm. But we didn't even have to cross that bridge, so. Well, I mean, we didn't even tell you we were coming, and we yeah. showed up, and, and you found us a spot. We played Friday night. We did a little kitchen concert, and, and then you made us a spot and made us feel super important on Saturday. Thank you for I that. I mean, you want to talk about awesome. feeling like a rock and roll star. Yeah. Come to Alabama. The other, the, and, I uh, did have a little bit more advice I just thought of. This is, the only reason I bring it up is it's important, um, and I see a lot of musicians making this mistake, and so I want to share this. Um, always, 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 always make time for people. Don't ever be too busy, no matter what you're doing. If you're a musician, you're an artist, you're an entertainer. Always, always take time to engage people. Answer questions. If someone is showing interest in what in your art form, don't turn them away. If, if, if somebody's an, interested in any level of guitar playing or you know whatever instrument, mm-hmm. be engaging because... Um, that's the next generation. That's people, you know. That's people our age, even that are, you know, that's people that support the arts. So don't ever do that. Don't, you know. So be kind to other musicians, especially. I see a lot of musicians kind of not doing that. Um, so that's one of them for me. Um, be kind to people. That's just the big one. If you can't you know, do well, do yes, be good. Be good. Do good. Yeah, do good. You know, um, that's a big one. And um, man, the other one is. Uh, don't expect to get rich. No, no, it's not even that. No, that is it. No, that is that. Don't expect to come home from the road with a penny in your pocket. If, um, <laughs> you better be nice to people because you're going to need them. You're going to have to be a hard-working person, <laughs> um, self-driven, hard-working person, because that's the only way you're going to make it. You have. It to, takes a village. Nobody's going. No record label is going to show up at your house and be like, "Hey, man." Nobody's coming. Nobody's showing up and pulling you off your couch. Yeah, they're not going to yeah. come and show up and pull you out of the cou- off the couch and be like, "Hey, I need you to work for my label." So that's what your friends way. are for. You know, um, and ultimately, that's what you you are for. And so, the last piece of advice is this: um, just know this that you get to write your own book, and the story it's your story, man. But know this: at the end of the book, you'll find out. That you're the monster at the end of the book. You're the boss. Uh, you're the boss fight, man. And so all these other little um, excuses you give yourself, all these, uh, you know, I'm not good enough, all these little things, these are like mini boss fights, man. And at the end, it's ultimately you that you must face to say, you know, I'm good enough to do this. <coughs> you know. Um, and everything, no matter and, and what. Every, I mean, ultimately, that, that you are the monster music, at the end of the book. That goes to... to, to, to anything and everything ultimately you're the boss fight you're the monster at the end of the book if you've ever read a book i have a journal that i've been keeping it at yeah. the very last page of the book the very first day i at that very last page i went in there and wrote on it you are the monster at the so, end of the book if you can manage those things man um and 
you'll, you'll have you'll find success. Mm-hmm. I mean, just got some messages shot to me from folks who played here yesterday, and uh, one of them just reached out and he said, "I landed two gigs uh, because I was at Porch Fest That's what's this happened. year." And I was like, "How about that?" Nice. Yep. So a little networking, yeah. and, that, and, that, yeah. that, and that was a big thing. Like especially like with Friday night, the turnout wasn't that, that good considering like the weather and all. But it was good for networking. Yeah, network is net worth, man. Yeah. You know, it. it I tell people it takes I, a I live in a I live in a hearse by choice. I'm in a tent by choice, and here's why: because I don't I don't need a I don't need a big boat or a pontoon boat. I don't need four wheel drives or motorcycles or houses or cars or anything you know why all my friends got that stuff <laughs> yeah like seriously just make friends with them i got yeah i got yeah. friends i got friends you know they, they've got we all everything play, we all got are, are cogging the wheel i that, mean that, we all that, play um you know in a, in, a, in a thousand lifetimes i couldn't hope to uh you know to gather all that stuff you couldn't all live people, long enough to do it all yeah and all these people got all this stuff and you know i'm like you know what you guys have the stuff and i'll come over to your house and entertain you and, you know, I get to enjoy that stuff by proxy, and I get to, you know, so um, that's one of the ways I measure my success. All my friends have, you know, cool stuff, be it, be it cool boats, right down to cool stories. cool stories to, you know, this one time I did this, or, you know, I was involved with this project, or, you know, I got this little cool chicken shed that we go out and hang out and, you know, drink coffee in and swap stories. I mean, there's... Are they just good people? Just good people, yeah, you know. I mean, um, it's, it's not just about toys. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. It's, yeah. it's about... I got everything I want because I got friends, man. If that makes any sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I don't require much in the way of material things. Mm-mm. I got a lot of love. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of my point, yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. need any of it. And if you keep your space small, then it's a lot easier to fill with love. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a... But on punch, that was a bad Like deal. a stomach, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I can, you know, just through doing this podcast and just some of the shows I've been... Uh, lucky enough to have done is just back to that is being out there being able to connect like getting to know these people and because of that you get another opportunity yeah 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 I you think get to fight another day yeah oh yeah man, my favorite another... part has been the people which is funny well, because yeah. well, i always thought i, I hated say, people that's what i was gonna say too is like you know um you, you go out there and you and you meet people through music and um you know, I, I find it to be that's one of those times where I kind of get to go like what I call reckless abandon, where I kind of forget like I don't think about social status norms or any of that kind of stuff or, you know, if I look like shit today or if I, you know, I'm dressed nice. I don't think about any of that stuff. You know, I don't think about it. I'm thinking like, I was a nurse man, for 20 I'm connected years on the music level right now and I'm yeah. just. I'm here. So I had to, you know, music, maintain so. a certain level of professionalism. I had, mm-hmm. to, you know, I saw people on their worst days. I mean, if if you, if I was your nurse, it's because you were, you know, compromised in some kind of a way. So, being on this side of it and doing the music, I get to see people at one of their happiest yeah, times, yeah, or yeah. sometimes it's one of their saddest times, you know, or they're re walking through an emotion or whatever. I have a lot of people share mm-hmm. their stories with me, which means a lot because it just helps us all understand that, man. We all are walking the same thing. The universe doesn't care about any, anyone's heartache more than the other. We all have it. We all mm-hmm. share it. And we all feel that burden. And and none of us are any better at coping or, with it than anybody else. And uh, we all have our own little self-soothing mechanisms. And uh, 
So I, I enjoy being out with people when, when they're, I don't know, on the, either feeling their best or trying to feel their best or, or, or working towards something. I or, like relating with yeah, people. Yeah, I like relating with people. That's what I like. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. Yeah. With, it's my favorite part. With everyone that uh, showed up and showed out over the weekend is I know we're kind of tucked away in the middle of nowhere. And so, one, you had to try to be here. That's right. Oh, yeah. And then number, and then number two was like everyone who was here had a great time. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, I know uh, I did. I mean, we so much fun that we're still here. We were supposed to roll out this morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to. Uh, I had to uh, keep them busy so uh, they wouldn't leave because we had to do this podcast. <laughs> you remember the last time? Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that for just a moment. Okay. The last time we were down here, it was a weekend of herding cats. Oh my lord! <laughs> hey guys, it was a weekend you know, of herding cats, and then as the weekend wore on, you could tell that Alan's like, "Man, I'm not gonna get these podcasts out of these guys." It was almost like that almost famous movie where that kid's trying to get the interview. Yeah, but it's like, and you've got you've got these asshole rock stars going off the chain out here, and they're like, well, no, it wasn't. Even it, it, was, it wasn't even stars, that. It was like bonkers. you know, I had uh, my sister-in-law, my brother, and you know, dad or whoever came over to meet y'all. Yeah, was like. They came and met y'all the first night y'all were down, and they didn't stop coming back. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but your family's kind of awesome. Yeah. We really love oh, them. So. We had the best time with Speaking Trey. Speaking of, I I need to, don't let me leave time. here without leaving a hat for Trey. Yeah. I promised him We had a blast with him that night. I, we, we, we get it. We well, get and then the new little baby this time. I mean, it yeah. was just like when, when Kayla had the baby, I mean, all of it, we were like, we have got to go. We've we got, got to go. go. There, yeah. Yeah. I know they were uh, they were awfully happy to uh, to see y'all again. Uh, Kayla had asked me, "Is are the Stiftons going to be at this porch festival?" I said, "I don't know, but maybe." You never know. Because I didn't, I didn't, have yeah, I didn't know. I sent you, I sent you one, one, one hint. Yeah, one and I missed hint. it. I knew you would. I was hoping you would because I wouldn't. I didn't want to lie to you. <laughs> right? I had, as <laughs> but I, I just wanted you. to put it out there so that way I could be like, look, though. It did happen. It did happen. You, you just didn't see it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean, you know, last time we had. Uh, it was killing me. I don't know. And you know, last time it was the first time that we we had uh, we had actually met in person. Like this time, it was just like seeing an old lost friend. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. It, it was that same thing last time, but yeah. Now we know each other. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I know I know how to. Know how to take y'all. Know how to, you know. I don't know about that. <laughs> we we didn't yeah, argue this time. What? And uh, last time we argued a lot. Did we? I'm kind of arguing. Uh, Rachel's well, as her brother would say, she's a touch confrontational. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she is. Because <laughs> like, okay, yeah. take take this. Because like last time y'all were here, I remember like, uh, I don't remember if it was over supper or breakfast, and so. Uh, this time, I was getting ready to make breakfast, and he was like, you want me to help? And I was like, I'm not even getting in this fight. Yeah, just, <laughs> just yeah, take Did it. Did we fight over breakfast last time? Yeah, well, yeah, because I, I was cooking I it. I was, I was cooking it, and you just butted me out of the way. Get out of the way. <laughs> so I got to tell you, I'll, I'll never forget what the last thing you said what the last thing you said to Rachel before we left on that last trip, like when we were out here. She's like, Alan comes up to Rachel, and he's like, I love y'all. I was like, we love you too, Alan. And uh, he's like, um, oh, wait, yeah, so he's like, he's like, he's like, you know, Rachel, we actually agree on a lot of subjects. If you'd ever let me tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. And I was paraphrasing. Okay. It, but, so. I have no, I, I, I could give you a laundry list of defenses, but I've learned, 
I've learned that... Rachel likes to talk. With that too. But the defenses don't matter. It doesn't matter. I could justify my poor behavior all I want to, but the bottom line is if I'm aware of it, I either have to accept it, own it, or do something about it. That's so. one of your, your sometimes endearing qualities. <laughs> well, perfect, guys. Anything to add or subtract? I would like y'all to plug y'all social media just for those who may be listening that want to follow uh, the journey and see... Uh, the only thing we're doing right now is the Facebook. We have a website. It's thestiftones.com. You can check in on it periodically. If we ever get any enough money to, to stay on top of it, it'll, it'll turn it'll back, back on. Yeah. <laughs> we, own, we own the page, but we I, don't. Yeah, uh, I own the rights of it for like 10 years. But, you know. um, but yeah, we're just on we're on Facebook. If, if I post to Instagram if Facebook asks me if I want to, and, and I'll say yes. But if they forget to ask, I forget to say yes. Because um, I'm also... We work up at Harley Jacks in Ossipee, plug that again, um, and I manage their um, Facebook page as well, and I do all the booking for them. And so, I think it's The Facebook. Armor Ditch. So yeah, the Armor Ditch. Four-wheel driving in New Hampshire, 75 yeah. acres of mud, rocks, and... And you got Go Topless coming up. Yeah, May, May 21st, 21st Go Topless, Go Topless Jeep, Jeep event. event. And that weekend, we yes. have... Um, all-female lead or co-lead bands and it wasn't related to the go topless it just kind of worked out that way um so we're going to have some burlesque action is that what we're no, saying no 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 these are these are um if they pay me enough I'll yeah i mean if they absolutely. pay me enough child go, child <laughs> go top. i mean i'll, I'll go top i'll go topless. i don't know if you want to see it but i'll go topless I mean, give, I'll, me a, give me a little give me some tassels that was <laughs> ridiculous right Speaking of which, I does, uh, I'm not even going to talk about that. We have, um, uh, what is it, of Conscious Mind opening, and then we have the Bulkheads mm-hmm. closing on Friday, and then we're opening on Saturday, and we have Catwolf, Catwolf on closing Sunday. on Saturday. And then on Friday, Sunday, I have, I don't have the full lineup finished because it's just, it's going to be like 45 minute set, singer songwriters to sing people out the door and back home. Um, so looking forward to that. But. Well, right on, guys. I've been getting into the habit of asking people about what their favorite part of the interview was, but I'm just... My favorite part of the interview and of the weekend was uh, not only y'all making it, but uh, y'all just getting to meet and connect with some more of my friends. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I look forward that, to our it was, it, was, it, was, it was such a blessing, even though I missed the, uh, the hearst uh, coming down the drive, but right when I looked down and saw y'all, I was like, oh, this is just incredible. <laughs> that meant a lot to me. That was like a birthday present. Yeah. Well, we, we we love you. The, our favorite part of the interview is being here with you yep, on the right porch. right here on the porch. That's exactly yeah. what I was going to say, too. Oh, we did some OG porch talking here, did we? Yeah. Yeah, we did. This is where it all started. Yeah, right here, man. And just for the record, Alan, most people don't like me when they first meet me, either. It wasn't that I didn't like you. Oh, oh. <laughs> That may or may not have included me. <laughs> it did. It felt like a barb. But it was just like, I, bit, I bit that because it sounded like the kind of bait I was on. My mm. best friend in the whole world, Donnie's, she hated me when she first met me. Alexis's mom. I, I got to mention Alexis because I love you, Alexis. Love you, Alexis. Um, she's my sweet little niece. And uh, yeah, Donnie's hated me when she first met me for all the same reasons. <laughs> but I think we did better this time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I get, I'm like fine wine. I get better with age. <laughs> All right, guys, let's get out of here. Okay. This has been the Stiff Tones. Uh, Rachel and Sean, thank y'all so much. Thank you, Al.
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.